good morning. Welcome. Welcome to the Ruby. If this is your first time here, welcome. Welcome to the spring break edition of the Ruby, um, which is awesome. I, people always ask, like, you know, hey, what's your demographic? Like, you know, what, what percentage of college students versus adults? And I always say, ah, I think it's like 50-50 maybe. And on days like this, I begin to doubt myself. I'm like, okay, maybe 60-40, maybe 70-30, maybe 90-10, maybe 95-5. All right. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, seriously, though, it's so good to have you guys here. And uh, especially on a day like today, I think we're going to have a much more um, just kind of like family kind of conversation today. Um, just so you know, on the front end, just begin preparing your hearts and minds. I think there's going to be a lot more. I don't think there's going to be. I know there's going to be a lot more reflection and prayer this morning. Um, you're probably not surprised I'm about to talk about this week. And uh, I just want to give you a glimpse of what my week was like. Um, and then I want to, I'm really going to open up the floor this morning. And all week I haven't known what, or since Tuesday, early Tuesday morning, I haven't known what is Sunday going to be like, what am I going to teach on, and that honestly hasn't changed until this very moment. And so I'm just trusting, like, God, I don't know why it's been so hard. Like, I've got notes, but they feel pretty worthless right now. And uh, I don't know, I just want to trust that the Spirit of God is going to move in a special way this morning uh, in light of some pretty special circumstances. And so I was in Orlando this week. Um, I was teach or recruiting uh, slash teaching at a conference from Tuesday morning until uh, we left Thursday night. And so uh, working with Onward, our church planning, um, kind of the church planning work that I do. And so it was a great week, but uh, man, it was like the worst week to not be in Nashville. It was the weirdest thing uh, waking up Tuesday morning. I've been here, I've been in Nashville for I guess nine, nine years, almost 10 years now. So I guess long enough to say that this is home. I think seven years is the rule for a city, so I'm there. And, um, and I've always, I felt like Nashville was home, but I've never felt like Nashville was home more than on Tuesday morning. It was the weirdest thing to be in Orlando. It's like 70 degrees and sunny, bluest day. And to wake up at 6 a.m., I guess it wasn't a blue day yet, it was dark, but, um, and, and just to wake up, you know, I'm, I'm sleeping on bunk beds with Aaron Etheridge and Dave Clayton and uh, Dave Colbreth. And uh, Aaron, like, wakes us up and goes, hey, like a tornado hit Nashville. And so we wake up just super out of it. We're already an hour ahead, so it's like 4 a.m. your time, I think. And um, just seeing all the pictures and stuff, man, it was, it was devastating. It was so surreal to be in Orlando and to see pictures of Soda Parlor and Burger Up and, you know, Main Street and, and all these places in East Nashville. And, uh, man, it was so hard to get through Tuesday. It stunk to be in Orlando. I never thought I'd be that upset to be in 75 degree weather in Florida. Like I was just so upset. I was in tears. It was very hard. Um, but I know that a lot of you were here. And so um, it's one thing to be in Orlando and be heartbroken by the news. It's nothing to be here. And so um, I just wanted to, to, to first, before we move into, we're going to be praying together a lot and listening for the spirit and just trying to pray for our city. But before we move into there, um, does anyone have anything to share about their week? Um, anything that is anyone in is in pain, or did, was anyone strongly affected by the tornado? I haven't been able to get my bearings in Nashville, so I don't even know like how our people at the Ruby. I haven't heard anything. But if anyone wants to share where they were affected, um, where someone they know was affected and it was hurtful, um, or where you've seen God like already going to work and and seeing cool things, but. I want to have a process time, if I had to name what I'm trying to do right now, for anyone to feel free to share high, low, anywhere across the spectrum, how are you this week, what have you experienced this week, how can we be praying for you this week? And so I'm just going to be quiet for a second. If anyone wants to share anything 
before we move into some, some prayer stuff. We're a family. I say that every week, and I want to like really feel, I want to live into that. So anyone have anything to report? Anything to share? Yeah. This woman that went to find her parent or to, was there for that the house collapsing and pulling the parents out. She was on the rugby team. No, she was friends. She's coworker. Uh, she coworker. Okay. Is it Mount Julia? Okay. Yeah, it's hard. It's devastating. There's a lot, yeah. That is, that is really cool. A lot of people stepped up. It was awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's hands-on Nashville. That's what it's called. Yeah, so if you didn't hear any of that, but uh, the hands-on Nashville said they had so many volunteers and, get, and were given so much money, they had to say, like, hey, hold on for a second so we can sort out where to disperse all of this. We can't handle the influx, which is, it's cool. It's cool to see a city stand up like that. Not surprising in the least. Makes sense. What else? Yeah. Companies right now that are just going head on to this problem. They're just 
giving everything they have towards it. Like, Praise the Lord, man. They just, they just put all their, all their effort at it. I think that that's really beautiful. Is that is that is so that makes me so happy. That's so cool to hear. Yes. I was in North Nashville, Germantown, Tuesday. I didn't really get to see much of East Nashville, but uh, I work in Germantown, around the field, and uh, I was struck by, like, when you go down Rosa Parks, it was closed off, but when you go to the west side, which is more like, you know, Vista and Jefferson Street, uh, yeah. that side called Jefferson Street, it's yeah. But um, I was struck with how many much more, like, like the east side had, like, damage-wise, but also as far as volunteers, and my heart really went out to the people in North Nashville, specifically, um, and also, like, Mount Juliet, uh, downstairs from Porter, because I live out there, and they're, like, really struggling, and a lot of the damage happened out there, too, and a lot, a lot of damage yeah. happened out there, so, yeah. um, I'm worried that, like, there's many areas that are going to be overlooked, and, That's a good word. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, I kind of saw that, like, difference, I kind of, yeah, uh, when I first came, when I went on Tuesday, um, my wife and I, we started a, a printing company last, last year, last fall, um, not really on a whim, but like, we both felt like this was something that we wanted to do, and we are both creative, and she wanted to do something more creative, and um, we've been thinking of ways that we could help, and all week, kind of going back and forth uh, on, on how to help, and uh, I hesitate sharing this just because like, it, it is about like what we're doing, but also I'm learning just internally in my heart that like God gives us talents, He gives us gifts, and these ways that we can help that are unlike other people, you know, and so it's been really overwhelming in the best way to see like people show up with food, water, uh, funds and um, we're going to be like replacing prints that people lost in the, in the storm. Wow. Um, and so we like we launched that and we announced that and we shared that with our friends and family. So please, like, if you hear of any families that have been affected, um, it's a little early still. Not everybody's thinking about that stuff. They're kind of just still like counting their losses and sure. assessing everything. But, we recognize that it's going to be like the timeline was different for rebuilding. Um, so we're just going to, like, we just put it out there so that people can save the post, they can have it, and when they're ready, they can contact us. But, um, all week, I've been kind of wrestling with this uh, doubt that like, we're not providing food, we're not providing the essentials, so why even do it? Um, and the pushback the other way, where people have been affirming, validating, <coughs> has been so and um, I, I was really moved by that, just because this is what we can do, you know, and That's right. um, we want to share that. So I share that with a group, hesitantly, because it's like, this is what we're doing, but, but also as an encouragement to, like, if you have a unique talent, if you have something, anything that you can give that you feel strongly about, um, I encourage you to just put it out there because you don't know like, you don't know how it's going to bless somebody out there. Right. And um, that fear that I had internally was squashed. I, we had a plan that we printed something for a week prior. 
and um, she took the artwork to Jerry's Artorama on Main Street, and eventually get framed. And like that building sustained a lot of damage. And so, and in her house, her neighbor's house, she people being she was in Holly Street, which means natural, which was one of the like hardest hit uh, blocks I think uh, up there. And um, like she lost her car. And on top of all of this, she had the deadline for her client. She was an interior designer. Um, and so I texted her. I was like, Hey, like if you need anything reprinted, anything like you know, just please tell us. We're here to help. But also keep an eye out for talking neighbors with other people. And um, she called me and she's like, I think it's easier for us to speak over the phone and send a text. She goes, you think you might be offering like this small thing. You might not think, there might not be food or shelter like an immediate help right, right now. But you, she like, broke down. She's like, you have no idea how much this helps me. Wow. And so I feared and I doubted. And like we had this back and forth discussion of like, should we do this? How do we do this? How do we word it? There's all this kind of hesitancy. And then once you finally put it out there, the response was immediate. Like, hey, thank awesome. you. And, um, I just say, share that as encouragement for anybody who is doubting what they can do. Yeah. And yeah, and so that's kind of been my week in our week uh, is more so like how do you respond individually, but also as, um, with our talents and with our gifts. And, yeah, and so, so that's been the personal journey. But, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. That's so good. Um, and that's what you think about 1 Corinthians 12. It just goes out and starts listing gift after gift after gift after gift after gift after gift. And you read that and you go, there's no chance I have all of those. It's like, oh, you're right. It's, it's when the, the church, the body of Christ, when all of the gifts come together for a common cause, you see this one, this one body at work, and so thanks for that reminder. Thanks for stepping up. I mean, I, I know that it's weird. It, you're not bragging or being prideful when you share a gifting that you have and something you're offering to the city, um, especially in this context, man, that encourage the rest of us that um, just like, God, is there a way that there's like unique stuff you've given me, there's unique gifting, open my eyes to where that can bless our city. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah just to encourage about North Nashville, we were there yesterday certainly been on the news a lot about NES and, and, and all of that. And, and there was a lot of government there. We, we got there and we were with some people, students, groups that were volunteering. And we went ahead and kind of scope out and find an area to work as they were having park things up. And ultimately, we didn't get together, but we just went and found a spot. And were many people who stopped ultimately got into this random alley and like the war zone and it was kind of like, hey, we need help sorting all this stuff. And so we just do that. We're going to jump in on some backyard. There's three of us at one point. An hour later, there's 25. And the next hour, the whole alley is full. There were thousands in North Nashville just pulling cars with tools and one point around lunch, three people randomly showed up carrying cases of water, sandwiches, chips, and just passing out every day and going. People had brought a chainsaw. And it was just a picture of, you know, weekend chainsaws, which was dangerous, but 
just really, I, I mean, it was like ants, honestly. It was people were everywhere. Um, and then seeing some, there's one house that's going to stick with the roof is entirely gone. It looked like a Lego house, brick house, Lego house, roof gone. But there were kids playing in the front yard together. Some probably they live there, other people they didn't, and just running and playing tag. And uh, a few feet away, chainsaws going and big grappling trucks. And, the NDS trucks were you know, down there doing the thing. So it's, yeah, it took a lot of time. But I don't think, yeah, it got suppressed being neglected early, sure. But it was in force yesterday, I think, which was awesome. It's, 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 it's great to hear. People grilling, and then we were driving out, and there was a house that said free hot food, and music was going, and North Bay. I mean, it was beautiful. Praise the Lord, man. Awesome. Uh, I've been out in North Nashville all week, and it is like the poorest of the poor. And like, these people are getting kicked out of their houses because they rent and rent. Like, their landlords are like kicking them out and saying, like, the property is destroyed, so we're just going to sell the land. And like, it's just been so emotionally like draining to be in this community like day in and day out and I would like really encourage y'all to just like it really like I had to check my privilege and realize like I come here for five hours a day and then I go back to Green Hills and like it's just so it's so hard and it, but at the same time it's so encouraging to like there's so many people that are stepping up and like it makes me angry that it's like, why don't we step up like this all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, we are in a world that is, like, wrapped with, like, injustice. And, like, why aren't we more angry more often? Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't we... Like, I, I've been at this church this whole week, and the pastor there, her name is Judy Cummings, I was talking to her, and I was like, why won't the power be on for two weeks? Like, why is it taking so long? Like, is it, like, a logistics thing? And she was like... Welcome to 37208. Like, this is the reality that we live in. Like, when the 2010 flood hit, like, we didn't get services for a month. And it's just, like, it's a very, like, tangible reminder of, like, I live in a bubble. And, like, I think that, like, I don't know. It's just so, if you haven't been out there yet, like, once you get out there, like, you don't want to come back. Like, it is so heartbreaking. And I've just been, like, it's so hard to have so many mixed emotions of being like, mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that there's 7,000 people that are signing up, but I'm still angry, and, like, I want people to be held to a higher expectation. Like, people are being like, oh, I'm so proud of you for doing that. It's like, no, like, I shouldn't be the, like, I shouldn't be the exception. Like, I should be the expectation. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone should be doing this thing. And so... Just like these churches that are so involved in their community, it's it's really reminded me of like, okay, like this is what it looks like to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like I was there yesterday and I was like, hey, like what time are you, like what time will you be here tomorrow? Like when are we like like gathering? And she was like, we've been here for 165 years. Like we will be here for the next 165 years. Like we'll be here. Like we just need people to come. Mm-hmm. And so I would just really like encourage everyone to like do their part, mm-hmm. 
And it's also hard because it's like I understand people like people have nine to fives and like people have transportation issues. Like yeah. I totally understand that, but like like you were saying, anything and everything you can do, like even if it's just like donating five dollars, like five dollars buys a pair of gloves. Mm -hmm. You know? So sorry, I've tried a lot this week, but I just it's been a hard Yes. Thanks. I was uh, when I was in Orlando at the conference, one of the main stage speakers started breaking down Enneagram numbers, and I immediately was eye-rolling. I'm like, why are we talking about the Enneagram right now? Um, I have mixed feelings, but um, it ends up leading to me crying because I felt so known by him. So it really, the, the tables turned really quickly on me. So I was from eye-rolling to wiping my eyes, you know, and, uh, but uh, he was talking about how he's an eight, and I'm an eight. I can't believe I just said it. This will not be the podcast we use. Um, but... Uh, but I relate to the eight. And so he's uh, just sharing about how um, eights get angry. And um, when it's like, a, when they're like mature in the Lord, it's a holy anger. It's the, I'm not saying you're an eight, but it's the kind of anger you're expressing where you see like someone that's overlooked or injustice or you're fired up about the Lord or you see the recklessness of sin or you hate the enemy, you hate what Satan's doing to our culture. And, but what that anger turns to is a burden like a, a good burden, you know, like Jesus' burden is life. It's like a burden for the lost or the overlooked. or, um, And then that burden becomes a real blessing. Um, you take that burden and you start like, it just, you, you get into your mind. Like anytime I come up here and I announce a series that I've been like working on, it's like it probably started with a place of like, oh, we've got to talk about this. And then it went to like, okay, but I don't just want to get up there and yell. So God, how do we, how do you take this burden you put on my heart and actually like craft it in a way that's a blessing to the people? And so anyway, side tangent, back to you. Um, when I hear you saying that, I'm like, God, will you help turn this, like, this frustration, this angst, that I don't think is a bad thing, right? I think it's a good place to be like, this doesn't feel right, but help that not to be this, like, firework that happened, you know, early March in 2020, but to be something that actually leads to a sustaining outlook for your life personally, right? But, uh, but for all of us, too, and um, yeah, so thanks for, that's welcome here. That's the kind of stuff I want to be shared. It's like, it's frustrating. There's, anger. There are people that feel forgotten in these moments, even though it's all over the news and 14,000 people are volunteering for one little thing and, you know. Yeah, that was one of the biggest things. I was answering how this year happened in Nashville and the biggest thing. She's like, it's kind of customer service mindset, but when people call and they're frustrated, like, projects got canceled yesterday. And they're like, yeah, like they're, they need to get the power out. It's power out, so the projects got canceled. But it's reminding people, like, this is not going to be not this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. The timing of what she was naming was the longevity of the healing process of rebuilding, of cleaning up, like the longevity of it. Like this is the week where we're probably going to be at our strongest, right? It's right in our hearts. The emotions are high. The pictures, the visuals, it's all brand new. But inevitably as things prolong, we just have this tendency to just go back to life as normal unless we're directly impacted, right? If you're in East Nashville, that's probably not true. But for those that live in other places, maybe it could be. And so... Um, and then she said, uh, she was thinking about just the timing of it all, like right after Awaken, 
We've spent four or five weeks in Luke 10 talking about demonstrating the works of the works of Jesus and declaring the goodness of Jesus and praying for our city for a straight month and partnering with churches. And I don't, I, I'm the last one to know how all this works, the timing of everything and how God is like weaving things together. And it's also grand and mysterious, but I definitely think that's such a gift. But this is so many churches have been emailing ethos, uh, Dave Clayton specifically who started Awaken and just being like, all right, how do we come together and bless the city? And so I, I think it's true. I think it's a real gift. Um, this was amazing. I, you know, sometimes when you're struggling to figure something out, you can spend your time going, how do I figure it out? Or go, God, is there a reason you're making me, is there a reason I can't seem to figure out what to say? And I think I figured it out this morning. And so thank you guys for being willing to share. And the only reason we're going to transition is because I want to make sure we have time to pray. Um, so we're about to spend our next like 15 minutes praying together. Um, but thank you for sharing. Um, if you're new here, um, I really believe in this group of people being a family, like legitimately. And so we just want to create space on Sundays like this that we don't have to go business as usual and do our two worship songs and a teaching and communion. It's like we're a family, so we can be real and honest. And so thank you for those that shared awesome stuff. Thank you for those that shared heartbreaking stuff. Thank you. Um, it's awesome. So we're in this together. Um, for the next several minutes, we're going to pray. Um, this is a time, a season in our life where we are called to action, I believe, to hands and feet. Um, so I just thank you to everyone who have, has been doing that um, and will continue to do that, to actually going out and physically helping our city. Um, but while we're in this space, um, I'd love for us just to like hone in on prayer. And prayer can be mysterious. It's like what's happening as we pray. But I, I really like believe in the Spirit of God going to work on behalf of those who pray. Um, and we're just going to intercede for a, for a 15 minutes on behalf of our city. And so I've got some prompts on the screen that we'll pull up in a second. And uh, we're going to pray for those that lost loved ones first. Um, yeah, we're going to sit long enough to really understand that people lost loved ones and then just pray the peace of God, that the spirit of God would be clear to them, that they would just sense his nearness. But as they are just their whole world. Um, you guys have heard stories. There's tragic stories. And so we're going to pray for people that lost loved ones um, in whatever way the Spirit leads you. Then we're going to pray for those that lost homes or businesses, um, those that like just one day were just going home like every other day or coming home from work and then the next day their business was gone, um, their home was gone. Um, that's, that's just, that's insane. Logist I can't imagine the weight on their mind as they are trying to get all the logistics together. I don't know. How, I don't know. I'm so ignorant to this stuff insurance and rebuilding. Well, I don't know. I just know it's a lot and it's heavy. And so we're going to pray over them. Um, and then third, uh, we're going to pray for opportunities to serve and love our city. And God, would you help us to step out of our normal routines? We know our human tendency. We're creatures of habit to just go back to life as usual. But we're in this city. And like it's been said, it's going to take months. It's going to take a while. So God, will you just keep presenting? There's, we need to present opportunities. There's a thousand opportunities, right? Um, but just give me eyes to see it and feet to go get it. Like just let's go after it, the server city. So we're going to do that one at a time. Um, we'll have the prompts on the screen. Um, I won't tell you when we're switching prompts. So because if you just get captivated in a prayer, just go for it. But if you ever stop praying, you can look back up at the screen and see if there's a new prompt. All right. Um, and then I'll come up after 10 to 15 minutes. One more thing before we jump in. I feel like I prefaced for like 16 minutes. Um, if this is a time where you want to pray on your own and just like go out to the Lord and search your heart and like listen to the Holy Spirit, please do that. 
I do think it could be special to circle up in groups of three to five and just pray with one another. Normally, I give you this big whole thing about make sure to introduce yourselves to each other. Don't spend a lot of time doing that this week. Um, let's just get to prayer. Um, I don't want to waste time talking. It's not a waste, but I don't want to waste too much time talking um, and going, hey, who are you? Where are you from? What's your major? It's like, let's just get to prayer. And uh, so if you're comfortable, I do invite you to circle up in groups of three to five if you want to do that, and we can take turns praying out loud. Um, so you can literally move your chairs. If you're uncomfortable doing that, that's not weird. Stay on your own. So if you are comfortable, though, begin circling up your chairs uh, with people you know, people you don't know. Um, Nick, if we could get that, that first slide on the screen. Um, and maybe turn on the music just a little bit. So uh, our first prayer prompt is to pray for those that lost, lost people. And so just get in a circle and, and someone just take the rein. Someone begin praying right now over those that have lost somebody. Oh, that's right. I can just lead it if they can't figure it out. I'd rather them pray anyway, so just you can tell them that. Our slides have been weird, so I might come up and actually tell you when the second prompt is, is here. All right, let's, let's pray together, guys. God, we, uh, we love you, and we love our, our city so much. And, God, we remember uh, Putnam County, Cookville, Mount Juliet, um, Nashville. God, a lot of different areas have been impacted. And, God, we, just, we mourn with those who legitimately are facing some of the worst days of their life right now. God, who have received news that still does not feel real in any way, shape, or form. God, for those that are just devastated, Lord, I just, I sense in my heart just to pray, God, for hope, Lord, that they would hold on to, hold on with whatever strength they can muster to hold on to hope. God, of, of you, of, of Jesus, Lord, I pray that as they mourn, would you, whatever it looks like for you to put your arms around them, for them to feel oddly comforted in the midst of feeling so hurt and, and in pain and anguish. God, I just, we pray for those who lost loved ones. And um, Father, for anyone here that knows someone that lost someone, um, give us, just discern, help us discern, Lord, in your spirit, what to, how to just be there, whether it's just praying from, from our seats over them, Lord, or visiting them, or whatever it is, just lead us, Lord, in that. And um, we pray, God, for, yeah, just your spirit to guide us. So we pray, Lord, also for those that have, lost their homes, lost their businesses, God, that are right now in the midst of just a logistical nightmare and maybe not sure where provision's going to come from and uncertain about money, uncertain about income, just all these, these things that have just been just grossly interrupted in this season. I just pray, God, for your provision. God, send the people. Send people with resource. Do, do miracles, God. Will you, will you just show up in ways that no one could have expected and may they know it, it came from you, Lord. Lord, if it's going to come through one of our own hands, Lord, show us, take us there. God, help us to have open eyes, eyes to see, hearts to engage those that may need provision in, in some form or fashion, God. We, we uh, yeah, help your church, help this city, Lord. 
um, to just really step up and provide for those that are all of a sudden looking for answers, um, whether that's with shelter or businesses or whatever it is. And God, lastly, I just pray, Lord, will you keep it on the front of our minds? I feel myself, I'm like devastated for our city, and I still feel myself just wishing it'd be normal again. And we're so early in this. And so, God, will you help us to um, embrace um, with joy and compassion and obedience the, the opportunities before us to, to serve our city, to love people around us, God, and um, help us not to overthink it. Lord, I mean, there's trash literally all over the streets. Lord, it's as simple as parking your car and cleaning up trash or stopping at a home and asking how we can help. That just helps us to overthink it. If we don't know an organization, helps to do our due diligence. I don't know. Just help us, Lord, to just take steps and to really, I pray this over my life, that this week give me opportunities, Lord, to, to serve and to love on people. Um, help us to walk with just holy um, compassion and sensitivity. Father, also, um, I pray for open doors for us to share the love of God with people this week. In this, in this moment, People need to know that God is, that you are near and that you love them. Give us open eyes and, and open ears to sense those moments. We, uh, we commit, Lord, as a church to be in your hands and feet this week and in the weeks to come and the months to come. Yeah, we love you. Um, King Jesus, thanks for leading us. Thanks for saving us. Matthew 6 says, don't worry about tomorrow, but seek first the kingdom of God. God helps to seek you first today. Yeah, in Jesus' name, uh, amen.